Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mindful Manager Podcast. My name is Art Burns. I'm your host, and I'm stuck in my house with two kids all day long, just like many of you are. And I hope that you are all making it through okay. Uh, you know, I know this time is not easy for any of us. Um, you know, some of us are having an easier time than others, but certainly everyone is affected on some level by what's going on. And uh, and I just I hope that you're making it through. I really do. I just want you, every single one of you to know that um, that I'm. I'm here and sharing the same uh, kind of uh, you know difficulties as you are, and um, and it's important to understand that that we're not alone with this, right? And and that's actually kind of part of what we've been talking about all week. You know, the the word of the week here has been uh, acceptance, right? And because <clears throat> you know when we can accept what is going on, right? Without you know, it's instead of saying you know, gosh, I wish you know my my wife wasn't working so much so that I wouldn't have to watch the kids all day, or I I wish my kids would, uh, you know, uh, make themselves, you know, occupied, amuse themselves a little bit so that I could have some time to do my work. Or I wish, you know, my son wouldn't ask for food every five minutes, or I wish, I wish, I wish, you know, like when we're doing that and engaging in that kind of thought process, what we're doing is we're, we're kind of, you know, show, you know, we're practicing a version towards the reality of the situation, right? Like, and, and that's, that's where a lot of the, the, the turmoil is going to come from, right? That's where the, the stress is going to come from. And that's where the anxiety is going to come from. And that's ultimately what's going to lead to things like depression and, and all kinds of other, you know, issues that, that are emotionally derived that are not good for us, right? Because then what happens is once we feel this stress happening in our lives, or once we feel the, the anxiety or the depression or whatever it is, that's coming from these emotions, you know, then, then all of a sudden we're not thinking as clearly as we could be. And, uh, and when we're not thinking as clearly as, as we could be, then we're not coming up with, with the solutions that, that are there for us, right? Like, you know, like with my kids, for instance, like, you know, sometimes it's easier to just spend 20 or 30 minutes and play a little card game and then they get it out of their system and then they'll give me some time to work, you know, instead of, instead of saying like, you know, I, I want to work right now. I can't not work right now and and, you know and then getting upset about it and then what happens is you you wind up you know having a prolonged issue a prolonged time of of you know of of, you know you're kind of you know not you know maybe you get a little snappy with the kids and then they get a little whiny with you and then you get a little more snappy they get a little more whiny and then it starts this cycle that winds up lasting an hour where it could have just been 20 minutes and you'd be done with it you know and so that's just a simple basic um ex you know example obviously uh but but i i hope you can understand the 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 theory behind this right is that you know a lot of times you know the the energy and the time that we spend in trying to you know cling to this idea that uh, you know th- this sort of reality that we think should be you know winds up taking us much longer and being much harder than if we had just accepted the reality that is and then just kind of worked with that and that's where acceptance comes in right when we can accept the fact like you know like look <laughs> no matter what happens my kid's school is not going to be open tomorrow you know <laughs> and no matter what happens no matter what i might think you know, I'm going to be here with them because I'm their dad and I have to watch them. My, my wife works and that's, and that's how it is. And so, 
And so, you know, and then of course, once you're, you know, once you do accept it, then you can realize that, you know what, spending time with the kids is actually awesome, you know, and, and, and this is actually something I could be grateful for. You know, this is something that I could be really excited about. And that's where, you know, the kind of flip side of the coin comes and, and, but you'll never, ever, ever find that gratitude and that appreciation if you're not accepting the situation first. Right. And so so again, I, I, you know, I don't mean to like, you know, just flog this point to death here uh, all week, but but it really is important. You know, it is important because the very first step of all of this, the very first step of getting through anything in our lives is acceptance. Right. Because once we accept it, we can then see it for what it really is. And, you know, the Buddhists call the three poisons um, delusion, uh, aversion and greed. Right. Like the the, uh, the the aversion is pushing away the situations that you don't want. Uh, greed is the clinging to the things that you you think you can't do without. And then delusion is that very, you know, the very thing that gives way to the rest, right? Which is the ability to see everything, every experience and every uh, situation for what it really is. And, and that's what we're talking about with acceptance, right? Like, like in order to be able to see it for what it really is, right? And so, and so one way, the thing I wanted to talk to you today about is that one way that we can kind of you know, practice this, you know, level of acceptance, you know, aside from I did a meditation yesterday, and I also gave you an informal practice yesterday, I'm going to give you another informal practice tomorrow, uh, that's going to help cultivate a sense of, of acceptance. But there's something else that we can do uh, throughout our daily lives, and just sort of, again, like more of an attitude than a practice, uh, when you think about it. But, um, but the idea is to pay attention to the impermanence of our, of our experiences, the impermanence of everything, quite frankly, in the world. You know, today I was, I was out at dusk and, um, and dusk is a great time to to reflect on impermanence because, you know, the light is physically changing so drastically, even while you're sitting there within an hour, it goes from, from light you can read by to, to pretty much dark, you know? And, And so, so that gives you a great sense of the impermanence of, of the, you know, certainly of that, that particular experience, which is the light of the sun <clears throat> but if you if you kind of look at anything in your life you'll realize that impermanence is always there right that there's nothing that is in fact permanent there's also nothing that's static that's just you know unchanging everything is constantly shifting you know even the ground beneath our feet even the universe itself is constantly expanding right and um <clears throat> you know if if you look at you know a lot of times we think of of the day daytime right like the daylight you know, we only think of dawn and dusk as these times of transition because the, the rest of the time is imperceptible of, of how, you know, how different the, the sunlight might be. But if you, if you were to take some sort of light meter and measure it throughout the day, you'd find that each, each and every minute of the day is a different light from the sun, right? Like there's no set just sunlight. It doesn't exist, right? It's constantly changing, you know? And, and the same is true for our bodies, right? <clears throat> You know, every, I mean, the word emotion, right, is based on the, on the word to emote, right? It, it means movement. It means, you know, something is moving within your body and that's what an emotion is. And, and the same thing could be said for pain. Um, I try to explain to people when I work with them teaching a mindfulness that, <clears throat> that, you know, when you're, um, 
when you're in pain from some, for some reason, right? Like whether it's a toothache or a, a headache or, or a joint ache or, you know, a couple of years ago I broke my uh, collarbone and I hardly took any pain medicines at all. Like I did for the first couple of days, but after that I kind of just stopped because I wanted to be present with the pain because once you, when you, when you accept the pain for what it is and you allow yourself to simply be present with it, you can realize very, very quickly, you do realize very, very quickly that the pain is not just this constant thing that's happening, right? It's, and even though that's how it feels, it feels like this just big, huge thing. It's just pain, you know, but, but when you realize, when you, when you really sit there with it, you'll notice that it, it actually, it ebbs and flows. You know, there's, there's times during the pain where the pain is actually completely gone for, for moments at a time, you know? And, and the more you can pay attention to those moments that, where the pain is actually kind of gone for a minute, you know, the, you know those, those moments become more and more frequent the more you pay attention to them, right? And, um, and you'll soon see that, that the pain is not just this constant thing. It is a constantly motion thing. You know, it's, it's constantly in motion and there's a constant ebb and flow to it. And once you can do that, then the pain becomes much more bearable, right? Because so, so many times when we feel pain, it's the same thing, right? That I was talking about that we, we feel aversion towards pain, right? Like we just don't want it. We feel like this is something that we have to get away from. So of course, that's why the, you know, over the counter pharmaceutical uh, industry is, you know, a bazillion dollar industry, you know, uh, you know, because people just just think the first sign of pain, take something, take some ibuprofen, get, get away from that pain, you know, but in fact, pain is just your body telling you something. And a lot of times, you know, when we do like a body scan meditation, like we did yesterday here, you know, if you have something, some area of your, of your body that is in pain, like a stiff neck or a sore shoulder, or, you know, sometimes when you're sitting for a while, you know, your, your lower back might start to hurt or your hips might start to ache a little bit, you know, and, and when this happens and you just kind of, you know, allow yourself to be present with that pain, instead of moving your body right away to make the pain go away, like take taking an ibuprofen, you, you know, if, if you allow yourself to just sort of pay attention to the pain, just breathe awareness into that area of your body that's in pain, you will find almost every single time that the pain starts to dissipate as you're paying attention to it, as you're breathing awareness into it. And the reason for that is that, you know, your, you know, pain is just the, the, the idea of your body kind of telling you something, you know, it's, it's telling you that this part of me is hurt right now. It, there's an injury here and, and it needs attention, right? So if you give it the attention, right? Which means to just stop doing everything, right? Like not try to walk on a, on a knee that hurts, but instead sit down and just pay attention to it. Most, most often that's all your body wanted was the attention. And once it gets the attention, the pain starts to dissolve. It's amazing. I want you to try that sometime. It's really, really amazing. And, and, and it's not just me. I mean, every one of my clients, when we do the body scan and I hear it all the time, like, God, my neck was in such pain. But as I was, I was sitting there, just like the pain just lifted like a fog, just lifted away. And it's just like, I'm not in pain anymore. It's amazing. (laughs) I hear that kind of stuff all the time. And so you can do that too. And it's part of the body scan meditation. All you do is just very slowly go through all the different, and you don't have to do a whole body scan either. You, you know, if you have a, an area of your body that's in pain, 
You can just, you know, get into a, a, a meditation pose, whether that's lying flat on your back or sitting in a chair and, and just, you know, in a, you know with a, the same way that I set you up when we do meditations, you know, with your feet flat on the floor, your hands on your knees, your back nice and straight and, uh, and your eyes closed. And just focus your attention on the area of your body that feels pain. Right. And if you do that, you're going to wind up, you know, again, if you're if you're able to. And in the beginning, it's hard because it's something that's not intuitive for us. It's not customary for us. It's not natural for us. So so in the beginning, it's very difficult. But if you can kind of, you know, make yourself, you know, sit with the pain and be present with it. Right. Then you will find that that as you're sort of, you know, breathing your awareness into this pain, you realize that the pain just simply starts to go away. It's really, really amazing, folks. And I want you to try it sometime because it's it's just it's it's absolutely a powerful tool and it's absolutely phenomenal to, to watch it happen. Um, so, but today what I wanted to talk about is there's, there's another little practice, as I said, that I would like to, to kind of, uh, give you an idea to, to maybe start. Um, and this is a, a way in which you can kind of, you know, realize that, that how impermanent things are in your life. You know, specifically what we're talking about now is your emotions and your physical, you know, kind of state. And so what I ask you to do, if you're into it, um, is, is, you know, set a timer to go off, say like, oh, you know, maybe you don't have to set a timer. Maybe you just remember to do it, say at like 10 a.m., uh, 12 noon, 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. Doesn't have to be those exact times. Just pick four times during the day, a few hours apart from one another. And, um, and, and, and at those times, I want you to take a little piece of paper or a little notebook and I want you to just, you know, ask yourself, what's your weather? And this is something I, I start out every one of my, um, my uh, coaching um, uh, sessions with is I ask my clients one by one, what is your weather right now, right? And the idea of doing that, it's a mindfulness exercise because what you're doing is you're checking in with your body, right? You're, you're, you're taking your mind, which might be going anywhere around the world, anywhere around the whole universe, and you're bringing it into your body. And doing that, you're paying attention on purpose in the present moment, not judgmentally. That's the name of the game, right? So, so it's, a, it's a great practice to do at any time because it's a, it's a mindfulness practice. You're, you're physically practicing mindfulness just by asking yourself and answering that question. Um, but, but the thing is that if you do it four different times a day and write down the answers, you know, just, just describe your, your, your inner, uh, experience, your emotional or physical experience as though it's a weather report. Right. And, and the way that that works is like, you know, like some days, you know, like, especially now with the kids home all day, you know, there's a lot of days where it's very stormy, you know, but, but it doesn't have to necessarily just be stormy. What does stormy mean? So, so it could be very bright and sunny. I'm having a great day, but it's crazy. I got so much going on. I feel like I'm being pulled in 10 different directions. So that, that, that kind of weather I would describe as, as very sunny, but very windy, you know, but that kind of wind that's like, it feels like, like, wow, I feel the earth is alive right now. Like I can feel the, you know, the, the life of the, of this whole atmosphere, you know, with this wind. Right. But then there's other times where it's downright, you know, no fun at all. And, and you're having a horrible day and it feels very dark and, and stormy and like, you know, like you're getting wet and cold and, and, and it's horrible, you know, and then there's other times where it's just sunny and mild and you just feel great. There's times where it feels like, you know, it's a little overcast or even a little foggy and, and misty. And I just, I feel like I've, I'm like, 
like in a cloud. I just can't like, you know, get out of this funk. You know, and these are the kind of ways that you could describe your, your, you know, your weather, your emotions as though they're a weather uh, event. And so, so by doing that, the, the reason why we do it as a weather event is because, you know, it's easy to, to describe things that way, number one. And number two, it makes us become very specific about it, right? Like you have to like, you know, like, like you can't just say, oh yeah, it's, it's, you know, I'm very, you know, I got a busy mind today, you know, because again, it could be busy in a positive way. It could be busy in a very negative way, or it could be busy in some way in between, you know? So, so what does that mean in terms of weather? Does it mean it's cloudy or sunny, windy or, or breezy or, or really, you know, wind gusts of 50 miles an hour with, with hail and sleet, you know, like, what is it? Be specific, you know? And so, and then the other thing that, that this does, right. Or the way that it's going to work in this practice, I should say. So if you do this every few hours, right. Say, say again, four times during the day, uh, two or three hours apart from one another, you know, write it down, write down what the weather is in those four times, right. With the times next to them. And then after the day's over, look back and read them. And you're going to find that almost never is going to be the same thing each time. And this is also going to tell you something about how your, your days really go, right? A lot of times, you know, again, because I've, I've talked about this a lot before about the negativity bias that, that we, we have a tendency to pay attention to the negative things in our lives so that, you know, because that's how we stay alive, right? Like that's our internal instinct of survival, right? It's to pay attention more to the danger than to the, you know, to to the easy stuff in our lives. And so, uh, so, so the, 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 um, the, uh, negativity bias is basically a ratio of three to one, right? Meaning that you have to have three positive experiences to offset every one negative experience and create a balance, a tipping point, right? So what that means is that if you have, you know, two really great things that happen to you all day, but you have three bad things that happen, you know, you're going to feel like you had a bad day. You know, even though it was almost 50, 50, you're going to feel like you had a bad day. Right. And so, um, and so, so the idea is, uh, did I even say that right? Uh, I think I meant that the other way around. Right. If you have, if you have th- two really good things that happen to you uh, during the day, but just one bad thing that happens to you during the day or, you know, any multiple of those, right. So you could say 20 good things and 10 bad things. You're going to feel like you had a bad day. Right. And that's how you're going to go home. You're going to be like, I just had a bad day, you know, but you didn't have a bad day. You had a great day that just had a couple of bad things happen. You know, and that's also something that you can sort of notice as you're writing this little weather journal for yourself. You know, every few hours, just write it down. Like, where are you at? And, and read it back to yourself at the end of the day or maybe even the next day. And you're going to realize that, wow. You know, at these four different times, I was experiencing four completely different emotional states, right? And, and, and that is also, not only is it going to tell you a lot about, you know, about how to pay attention to what is really happening, you know, in your day and in your emotions, but it's also going to give you a, a, a strong sense and build a habit of the understanding and the acknowledgement of the impermanence of what's happening, right? And that is going to lead to the ability to accept things as they happen, you know, and that, that's just how it works, folks. It's, it's kind of just the way it goes. So I hope you found that interesting. I hope you'll try that practice. It's really kind of a fun practice. And I actually kind of just came up with it as, as I was, uh, you know, thinking about this just an hour ago. Um, and so I'm going to start working with my clients on that. I'm going to give them that assignment. And uh, I would love to hear about it if you try it yourself, you know. So, so if you want, please 
send me an email. Let me know how it goes. Let me know how you think that that feels or, or, or any kind of uh, insight that you're gleaning from this practice. I would love to hear about that. And if, you, if you're so inclined to do that, uh, you can email me at art at artburnscoaching.com. Or you can also go to my website and uh, book a call with me. <laughs> and that would be really fun too. I love talking to people on the phone, especially my listeners. Uh, every conversation I've had with a listener has been just phenomenal um, for both of us. So, so please don't feel, uh, don't feel um, you know, hesitant to do that. And the way to book that call is go, simply go to my website, artburnscoaching.com. Uh, click on the banner that says uh, free phone consultation. And, uh, and yeah, just schedule it in my calendar. And uh, and when the time and date that you pick comes up, I'll call you or we'll do a video chat and we'll, um, we'll have a nice conversation. <laughs> I would love that. So anyway, I hope uh, you do get to try the practice, though, because this is really important information you can get out of this practice. And it's, um, and it's also just really helpful to do. All right, everybody. I wish you well. Hope you're all having a great day. And once again, stay, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay, you know, keep washing your hands, all right? <laughs> and, uh, I'll be back tomorrow. It's informal Friday tomorrow. I'm going to be back with a great uh, informal practice that, that is uh, going to also concern uh, acceptance. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Talk to you soon.